0: Good morning. Welcome to Brachos Chof he, page 25. Today's daf is all about nakedness, flatulence, uh, excrement, and urine. So hold on, here we go. The Gemara begins with talking about a case where somebody is naked from the waist up. They're covered from the waist down, but they're naked from the waist up, and they're, they're, their garment is actually separating their heart and their genital area. The is that when it comes to Kriya shema, they're allowed to say shma, but they're not allowed to Davin. And Rashi has a very important distinction. And Rashi says you can say Kriya Shema, because Kriya shema is not really Omei the Fnam You're not standing before Hashem. Rather, all you're doing is you're trying to instill in your heart certain very important principles about about love of God, about kabbalah accepting the yoke of heaven. But tefillah is only this, therefore it has a higher standard in the sense that you actually ha- you're standing before God, therefore you have to stand before God the way you would, and therefore your entire body, even your upper part of your body, has to be covered. Then Murra goes on, talks about a case, let's say you forgot that you were wearing fill-in and you went to the bath and remember in Talmudic times they wore the Tfilin the whole day. What you should do is you shouldn't try to and now you're about to go and you remember that you're in, Don't hold it in because the where says it's very dangerous to, to hold in if you really have to go, you could get sick. Rather Gamar gets very graphic. It says you should you can have the first discharge, then you run out, take off your phone, come back, and and continue uh, defecating uh, and finish finish off. But but wait at least the the little first little bit. The Gamar goes on and talks about what if you have some excrement on your hands or your hand is in the bathroom, but the rest of your body is out and clean. Can you say the shema or not? And the Gemara answers that one opinion says you could because the Pasuk says, Kohan which means just the soul, the breathing part, is what praises Hashem. The breathing is the mouth, the breathing part is the lung, it's not the hand. So who cares if there's excrement on the hands? The other opinion says you can't do it because it says, but it's the entire body, all the bones, all the limbs that get into the praise of Hashem, so therefore you can't say Shema in that way. The Gemara goes on and talks about, how far you have to be from soil. Let's say there's excrement on the ground. One opinion says you just have to go four cubits away from the excrement itself. The other opinion says that you have to go four cubits away from the, where the smell from the excrement stops, walk another few, four cubits and that's when it's okay to do it. The Gemara goes on. It talks about what about soa ovaris, which means let's say you have excrement that's on the move, let's say um, it's in a diaper or whatever it is, a dirty diaper, it's being carried. The halacha is that soa um a first opinion thought that maybe you could say shema, and the answer is no. We, at the end, we say, you're your, your camp has to be holy and pure, and therefore you can't have it if it's moving. The Gemara says that the mouth of a chazir, the mouth of a pig, is considered like excrement because where the pig's mouth is, um, and therefore it's a problem, and you can't say shema its presence. The Gemara goes on and talked about the difference between gedolim and ketanim, between excrement and urine. In general, excrement is considered to be a biblically prohibited. Urine is only prohibited while the urinating is happening. But once the urine's on the floor, it's only considered a rabbinic prohibition. So therefore, we have lighter rules. And if you're not sure if urine is there, you could be lean and you can say shema. But if you're not sure if there is excrement there, you're not allowed to say shema. The Gemara goes on to talk about, well, how long do urine and excrement respectively um, prohibit davening? and uh, it goes back and forth. Bottom line, Halacha in the Shulchan Aruch says, uh, based on our Gemara, that excrement, um, it's considered excrement, you have to be worried about it until it would crumble. If you would handle it, it would crumble. That's That's how old it is. Um, and then you can say kriya shema its presence. Like if you think about fertilizer on the field, at a certain point, it would no longer be considered excrement. And you can say shema there, and urine at the end of the day, we say that it has to be that it's no longer moist on the ground uh, in order to be able to say uh, shema. Uh, the Gemara continues, we're turning to the almond bays, talks about a case of someone is in the, the mikvah and all of a sudden it's time for the Shema and there's no time to get out and get dressed. All you do is if it, there's a dirty floor, just kick up the dust, kick up the, the dirt from the ground and it's kind of covering you. But if not, just like agitate the water and that also might be good enough. The Gemara says that it's also a problem, not just with your hand, but any body part to be touching your genital area is a problem, with, say Shema, a concern that you might have your hand there, which will lead to her inappropriate thoughts. So other body parts are not allowed to be touching your uh, genital area as well. The Gemara goes on, talks about what if you have excrement that's in a glass container? You could say Shema because it's covered. What if you have nakedness? Let's say let's say there's a naked person behind a, a glass window and, you're, and you can see them, but you're not in their presence because they're behind a glass window. You still can't say Shema because the puzzles is a little Yerbucha Arvastavar. You can't see. There's still going to be here, Hurim, and actually interesting halachic discussions about nakedness on the TV if you're allowed to say Shema in its presence based on that Gemara. The Gemara goes on, interesting Gemara, challenging Gemara about. Uh, a naked, the naked body of a non-Jew. If that's considered nakedness, we the Gemara thought that maybe it's not, um, but the Gemara concluded based on Noah. Uh, Noah is considered naked by his sons. They treated him respectfully, even though Noah was a non-Jew. The Same halacha about not saying Shema in front of a naked Jew would apply to a naked non-non uh, uh, Jew. And then finally, the Gemara talks about if you have a chamber pot, even if the chamber pot is cleaned out. Since it's a chamber pot, it's used for that purpose. You're not allowed to say Shema in its presence. Uh, we will stop over here, continue with our daf tomorrow. Tomorrow's daf is page 26, but that concludes page 25.